Welcome to another episode of Queer Florida, a podcast hosted by three queer friends living in Austin, Texas, bringing you a weekly dose of queer realness and laughs. Queer realness is definitely like a tongue twister. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm a trans man. I use he, him pronouns, and my Instagram is at see the stars of place. I'm Courtney. I'm a lesbian. I use she, her pronouns, and my Instagram is at court underscore rose. I'm Chris, and I'm a lesbian woman, and my pronouns are... you a are... lesbian this week? No, I'm sorry. I'm a queer... <laughs> I'm a fucking queer woman. (laughs) My name is Chris. I'm a queer woman. My pronouns are she, her, and my Instagram is at the Olobia. I was like, damn, we gotta talk about the fact that you changed identity. It's so hard to hear (laughs) y'all. I almost said my Instagram is at see the stars of place. It's so hard to hear you guys say it and then think of my own shit. Um, (laughs) I read it every time. Really proud of you for getting through that. Oh, God. (laughs) So, um, before we dive into that shit show of a mess, uh, this week we have on a very special guest, one of our best friends, as if he's not our only best friend, Caleb. Okay. Our only friend, Caleb. We invited our own friend, Caleb, here to talk to you about being our friend. <laughs> I mean, that's, so that's kind of accurate. Uh, if you follow any of us, chances are you have seen Caleb for years and know who he is, but possibly you don't know much about him. Caleb, can you give our listeners a little rundown of who you are, name, pronouns, Instagram, how you identify? Uh, my name is Caleb. I'm a trans man. That's how I identify. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is, I think it's Caleb underscore McCracken. Mm-hmm. And did I miss anything? Is oh, McCracken no. My pronouns are he, him. Is McCracken your real last name? That's my real last name. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I always, I'm always like, oh, I'm about to get McCracken. I love it so much. <laughs> You should trademark it. Yeah. <laughs> for, for some endeavor in the future. There's only like 4,000 other people in the U.S. with that last name. Do you think wow. anyone's trademarked it? It's like Beyonce. Just probably trademark not, it. Probably not yet. Sue everybody else. We're yeah. changing it. <laughs> Listen, I heard you were telling people you're also a McCracken. Um, actually own that name, so. <laughs> I mean, that's one uh, career choice, life path you could go down. Yeah. Like, yes. Okay, Jeff Bezos, leave us alone. Just <laughs> fucking harassing the other 4,000 of you. There is one other Caleb McGrath. There is. He lives in Florida, and people often Venmo him and say, No! <laughs> so this bitch owes you money. My roommate was trying to, had been for two years, my roommate, and had like occasionally sent, quote unquote, me money via Venmo, but it, I never got it. So I just assumed that she was just lazy and not sending me money. And then for the first time when the pandemic hit, she couldn't give me cash for rent. So she sent money via Venmo and I asked her the next day, hey, are you going to Venmo me? And she's like, yeah, I did. And she sent sent me the Venmo, but it wasn't me. It was the other Caleb. (laughs) And so I had to message him and ask for the money back. Uh, Luckily, he was really cool about it. He did give it back. But you also called you were like, you're kind of a dick for taking this money for the last two years. I was like, I'm like, I'm not going to let it slide. But for the past two years, you've taken like $100 that should have been mine. But It's all right. And, you know, the worst part was, it's, you know, I told my roommate, I was like, the photo doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> You're like, have you met me? And she said, I don't know, it was kind of far away. I'm like, the other Caleb, that's me. The photo is identical to my face. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is your face. Because it is my face. Yes. I mean, if people knew Todd. If anyone knew his roommate, like, yeah. 100% checks out. Like, this story, 100%. Uh, which is great. Tosh is the best. Um, what, okay, so... Before we dive in, what is your Venmo handle? And <laughs> yes. we hope we can have anyone, if they feel generous, send you money for your graduation. So we Oh, yeah. So, Apparently. But, like, I do graduate on December 12th, guys. So. 
figure out what it is. Send the other guys Venmo. Venmo? No, do not Venmo the other one. I don't even know how to look. My Venmo is McCracken 9 Okay. Perfect. So our sweet baby angel is finally graduating from college. So if you want to just send him a little treat for graduating, you know, he deserves it. That's yep. good shit. How long have you been going to college? Oh, <laughs> About seven years now. I know, I bet it's a long fucking time. It's really hard to do that. We met in college. It's really hard <laughs> to do t- college. Let's tell our meeting story. It's, it's the first, uh, it? Yeah, that's I, a lot. I put a lot of questions <laughs> I didn't read your other show. Why do I do this? <laughs> Who are these people? Uh, oh. I like that as a as an intro into this episode. Though. It's, it's fine. I hope at least one person by those who Honestly, same. I texted him yesterday. I was like, have the check started rolling in for your graduation? And he said, LOL, no. No. I mean, when you're 30 and you do this, I feel like it does not have the same impact as when you're 21 and you send out, funny. like, I graduated and your grandma writes you a check. Yeah. I mean, Instead, I try to find the check. I sent out invitations and so far I've gotten one RSVP. And- Is it a virtual oh, supposed to RSVP? No. Watch? Oh, that's it's really a virtual cool. watch, yeah. I've heard those are rough to get through on graduation. It's just a slideshow. It's just a slideshow, yeah. All right, but before we get into this week's episode, we want to take a second to thank our recording sponsor, Draper Startup House. If you're in Austin looking for somewhere to co-work, rent an office space, or record your podcast, check them out. If you use the code QUEER for it, you can get 20% off anything they offer, whether that's a day pass or a long-term office rental. So definitely check them out. Okay. So um, the story of how we met... It's one of my favorites. Um, how me and Caleb, and and then in turn Courtney, met, and then Chris met Caleb through. How y'all us. and Mr. McCracken? Well, but, I tasted uh, him and I knew I liked it. So. Right. <laughs> what? Did you kiss him the first time you met him? No, no, no but I definitely licked the sand. Licked, licked my face. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oof, oof! You should get some. <laughs> oh, that is an endorsement. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I can't tell Caleb. The story. Oof! Get you some. I can't tell the story of how we met because. Much like our continued friendship, I am the third wheel that gets left out. <laughs> and I was only called when I was needed for something very specific. So tell well, the story. Okay. I mean, I can tell it. But Caleb can interject, but mostly. If he remembers any of the parts that you don't remember. Yeah. Um, I doubt that you remember Okay, I'll, I'll start out because I feel like I, I'll do it justice here. Um, I moved f- to Texas from California on Cinco de Mayo. And my birthday happens to be on May 9th. And the very nice, uh, who I assumed was just a straight mom. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't worry, she was only 21. <laughs> lady at the uh, leasing office asked me what my plans were for the day, and I let it slip to her that it was my birthday, but I had never met anyone else really in this entire city. So I'm probably just going to go have some drinks, you know, just go hang out and explore the city. I'd never so been there before. You moved here on your birthday? Like four morning. days before. Like okay, okay, four okay. days before, but okay. by the time I went into the office and like talked to them, Got it. it was like my birthday. Um, and she, she made it like adamant that that was not going to do, not, not suffice. And so she said, at the time, me and my girlfriend will take you out and we'll show you around the town. And I thought she meant, you her know, friend. her friend. Her friend. Yes. Hell. She looked, you know, the part of a mom. Absolutely. Was, you thought like fucking Brittany and Haley were just taking you out. That's right. <laughs> yes. And she. No, it was Jessica and Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> It was Lauren and Rachel. <laughs> and then she showed up, and there was a very boyish lesbian there. Yes, me, guys. It was me. Spoiler alert. Yeah. No, full on. I was Chris. like, ooh, who's this character? <laughs> okay. 
Chris was dating the mom. Okay. So, what? Yeah. She wasn't a mom. She <laughs> just had that mom vibe. So listen, I'm not mad at her. She is now a mom. She is, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But at the time, like, she just gave off some serious mom yeah, She worked so. in the apartment. She worked as like, a leasing agent. She wore, like, white kids every day. So I just assumed, <laughs> oh. you know. I'd be on. No, I'd be on your team. I'd be like, "Oh, you're straight. You. She looked two children. Your husband's name is Chadsworth, and here we are. (laughs) You work at for Graystar. Okay. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Anyway, Chris, go ahead. No, it's my turn now. Yeah. Okay, so like my version of the story is that my girlfriend at the time worked in the leasing office and was like, "Oh my god, this poor like." Cute little like baby lesbian. Well, you weren't a baby lesbian. What'd she call you? It was like, I want to say that she said like this cute, probably dyke. Wait, what year? Like, is that's it? what I was. What gonna year say. is this? What it was two thousand thirteen. Okay, so a bit ago. Yeah, we. I mean, I looked like Justin Bieber, and he looked like uh, Justin Bieber with a bad haircut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we both. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Bieber when he wasn't doing the swoop, when he was trying to do it. Up. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> but, at a point, I think through our gayness, we all look like Justin Bieber. Yeah. So. Yep. it's a right. Of I didn't. <laughs> I never did it. Amen. Okay, oh, yeah, you also we've never the watched shows. the L word, so you've lost. Um, yeah. Well, so my girlfriend <laughs> was the leasing agent, and she came in after work one day and was like okay this like cute little lesbian and just moved to town doesn't know anybody lesbian at the time this is pre-transition mm-hmm. or whatever and i'm like okay and i'm like i have no idea. i my brain doesn't jump to like boyish gonna be my bro person for some reason i was just like okay like random girl we're gonna like hang out with tonight mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. their birthday and so me and jess were out and you walked in and in walks caleb and i and i literally it was like slow motion i was like my best friend is here yeah it was like it was like movie montage you watch like, him come through yeah. the smoke yeah. coming out around his <laughs> meanwhile knees. i'm sitting on the couch with my cat not invited not invited sorry guys to either they're going out or meeting in all fairness it we could all have been really that's me all we all lived <laughs> together the they like said bye <laughs> see you later and left me at home <laughs> anyway so really okay, i met really, you and we're friends too so well, we quickly had to call you because i realized we needed some help yeah we so we um we drank our weight in alcohol i mean i was like i was a month 21, 21. i was like baby yeah. just turned 21 yeah and you had just moved there and we just like we went it's like, on the what's squ- up bro i can buy alcohol on the square <laughs> oh yeah i was like yeah like, take my id yeah <laughs> it's real um so we were on the square in san marcus which is like sixth street in austin it's just like all these bars and we got super 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 drunk um and me and caleb almost got kicked out of multiple bars because we were having too much fun um like he picked me up on the dance floor we fell over, we fell sure. over and like one of the like bouncers was like if you two don't get your shit together you're gonna have to leave and then Caleb immediately went and sat on the back of a booth and fell over oh, the road yeah. and the guy was like what did I just say what did I, ju- what did I just say and then we were just having a great fucking time at some point though we realized we were not going to make it out of this and I didn't even know that Courtney existed I don't think like <laughs> you were like there's two of you yeah and so yes. Chris Chris had to call his twin Courtney and, and she, she had to show up and rescue us basically and she got there before the most embarrassing parts which were that <laughs> oh, no. we got all the way to this no, one I, so, bar well I show up tell the story alright I'll sell it from the, the now it's Courtney's the turn of the this sober the person best. who walks in at like 1am to these two drunk asses and I'm like who the fuck is this guy but okay and then I'm like okay Chris what what's going on and and so we walk in, and I think I met you at a hookah bar. I don't yeah. know why the fuck we went from the bar yeah. to a hookah bar. We also went to a Jimmy John's. You know, because it's chill. And then we went to Jimmy John's. 
And then we went to another bar. And then we we're like, we we're like, okay, we gotta get going. We gotta leave soon. And, and then they were like, let's go to one more bar. Let's go to Zelix, which is like an outdoor bar right. on the square. And so we walk up to it. I walk in first. They let me in because I have not been drinking. They let Jess in. They let Caleb in. Chris is last, and he goes to hand over his ID, and the guy goes, no, no, no man. No. And Chris goes, it's because I'm gay. <laughs> and we were like, it's not that, because they just let the three of us in. They're like, no, we're not screening for gay, my friend. <laughs> and then he starts screaming, it's because I'm gay. And we're like, we gotta go, we gotta go. And so I grab all of them and herd my children out of the bar. And I'm like, Come, kittens. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, where's the car? So we start walking to where the car was supposed to be. I get to the car, and I say, give me the keys. So I can drive home. And he reaches in his pocket, pulls out a cue ball from one of the bars, and says, That's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, cool. cool. Well, where are the keys? And he's like, I don't that's know. Not, I can just see Chris, that's not mine. <laughs> yep. And then, one, how did I have a cue ball in my pocket that nobody knows? Because you gave <laughs> two. Yeah, that, that is the question. Two. So that she, is the whole she question. Left, yeah. She left us at the car. So how did it two, Jess, how did it not follow every time you went pee? I don't like, know. I'm gonna skip next. Jess is crying. Oh yeah, because Jess whatever was Jess having a breakdown. We're standing there. I don't know what to do. I don't know these people. <laughs> Jess is crying, and Courtney left to go find the keys. And so I had to go back to every fucking bar they had been in. It was at the hookah bar. It was in the hookah bar yeah. in the, the couch. I found the keys. No. Yeah, I found I found the keys. Wow. And I got back to, to the, the kids and I drove them home and that is how we met. And we were best friends ever since. Somehow didn't scare him off. Yeah, so I still have the cue ball. And also the next morning I texted him and I was like, I totally understand if you never want to hang out. With him. And he was like, what do you fucking mean? That was so much fun. And he then, was like, best night of my life, Texas is wild. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we met. Very, uh, it's one of my favorite stories. It was ridiculous. That's a good one. 21-year-old me was an idiot. I mean, not Same. much has changed because I feel like we alternate between being that cue ball guy. Yeah. Every time we go out, one of us is it's one of us. Yeah, um, we have plenty of funny drunken stories. The three yeah. of us, but that is probably the best one, <laughs> and, and I feel like it's a good intro. Yosha, I know. I was like, wait, you said thirteen, bitch. Y'all are almost at ten years. It's together. crazy. That's yeah. a long well. And what time. really sucked though was we met twenty thirteen in May. Me and Chris graduated in December. So we actually, we lived in the same apartment complex, but only for like six, six months. months. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to San Antonio, we, but we still were friends. Still and friends, then yeah. we lived in San Antonio for six months and then we moved to New York. So really like the first two Crazy. years of our friendship, we were kind of long distance. Well, and then y'all got back and I immediately moved to Orlando. And then you Orlando. moved to Orlando. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot, of, there's been a lot of like moving around, but then we ended up in the same place and we've been friends for forever. Going on seven years now. That's um, it's my so longest it. relationship. It's so it's worth it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're originally from Texas. California. You're originally from California. You yeah. lived in Texas. You moved back to California. Where? Okay, so that's my question. Are you a Bay Area boy? Where are you from? No, I'm from like Orange County. Okay. So oh, you're born oh, in Orange oh. County. Tell us, like, how did you end up here? Why the fuck did you end up in San Marcos? Oh, and yeah. like, but how did you end up in California and then Texas? It, yeah. Or also like your, you know, your, why is Texas where you're at now? And why isn't California where you're at now? Um, I grew up in California up until I was like 12. Uh, my dad had passed and my mom remarried and we moved to the middle of nowhere in mm. Texas. I mean, Northeast Texas, I mean, shout out to anyone who's from there. Uh, Longview, if you've ever driven by it, it's mm-hmm. okay literally one stop mm-hmm. um and then i joined the military i wanted to do the Did military you, for a you graduated bit. from high school in graduated from high school i wanted to do the military ended up back in california which was really a blessing because my family lives out there i got to spend a lot of time with my sister aunts and uncles 
Um, but when it came time to get out, I knew I wanted to come back to Texas. Texas is an additional four years of college for free. So after your GI Bill runs out, oh, gotcha. you get an additional four years for free. As part of your GI Bill. As, it's not the GI Bill. It's the Texas has, it's called the Hazelwood Act, uh, which is a really cool thing. So you can essentially get your doctorate 100% for free or your lawyer, whatever you're going to go school for. What are you talking about? Yeah. Other states do similar things, but I knew that at the time I wanted to, I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. And so I knew I wanted extra school. So I came back. Just applied to a bunch of schools and I got accepted to Texas State. So that's kind of, I just ended up never been to San Marcos in my life. Okay. So you said you wanted to join the military. Why did you join the military? Did you, was your family, like, did they do military or you just, just like, did you guys ever, it's like, that feels like such a hard why. Did you guys ever think about doing, being in the military at all? Um, I hate routine. Um, and also early mornings. All and, of my and family. And authority. Told like like all yeah. of my, I also <laughs> hate all of those things. I feel you. All of my family is like. But I like travel and working out. So like you know. Yeah, are. like I kind of kind of thought about it. Like, but just to do like the things I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like for a while, I kind of wanted to be a vet because my grandpa was a the only veterinary general in the army. Very cool. So I thought I wanted to be a vet for a long time, and then I was like, well, I could do it. It would be cooler to do it in the army than do it somewhere else but then i by the time that i got to be an adult i was like no, no. nothing yeah yeah <laughs> i definitely all, like always thought i was like going into the military i like thought it was really interesting most of the men in my family were in the military i did rotc in college air force rtc in college and then just did i thought i wanted to do like i wanted to i love technology i've always loved products and technology so i wanted to develop like personal defense systems for like soldiers you know because i'm like how come i got all this technology but we just send people out here in fucking canvas outfits this is insane um but i but then i had kidney failure when i was 19 so they were like hey thanks and we're good (laughs) yeah so i was like okay it's kind of like their i mean as bad as it sounds it's like their their go-to though is they want fresh young oh yeah 17 18 year old bodies because you don't have any ailments at that time Mm -hmm. um it's kind of their way of like ensuring that they get the best of you. You know totally. what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, the best yeah. years. They yeah. do get the best years of your life, right? So they get 18 <laughs> to 22, like that's uh-huh. when you will be at your fittest. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. Um, no, I didn't have any family in the military. I, my family didn't really set me up for success though. Like uh, mm. my parents sold my house when I was 16. So me and my sister, we lived in an apartment together. Um, there was no way I was going to be able to afford college, not even like community college. Yeah. Uh, and I played sports and, I probably could have gotten a scholarship, but it wouldn't have been like to a D1 school, mm. which is all right, you know? And I just knew that if I went to the military, they'd pay for my school eventually. Mm-hmm. And it just was really the best option for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I joined right, I think three weeks after I turned 18, I went to boot camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool. Honestly, even though it sounds crazy and you know, a lot of people don't maybe don't like it or stop for them, it was definitely something that I really enjoyed. And I've met some of my best friends in it, you know, Christy. Yeah, that, was kind of, that kind of leads into one of the questions I have further down, because I, I wanted to ask, like, your impression of the military. I know you liked it, um, but why did you not stay, like, in? I didn't stay. Did you ever consider, like, being a lifer, like, doing that for a career? Uh, no, not in the military. I didn't stay because it, it, we were in probably the most deployable unit. So my entire mm-hmm. time in the military was five years. I spent almost two whole years of that in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and another two years in training. So I only had one year of five years where I spent in my home, in my own bed, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it just wasn't for me. So it wasn't a job. It was a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. 
And it wasn't something that I was, I knew that I wanted to do forever. Mm -hmm. The job would have been fine. I would, you know, had I had done the job and gotten in, in the civilian sector, right outside of getting out of the military, you know, I probably would have loved it. But at the time I wasn't thinking about that. And I just couldn't wait to like wake up every day in my own bed and mm -hmm. like, have my own schedule, mm -hmm. even if it meant like still working, but not having to report to someone else mm -hmm. for every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the control element is pretty total, mm -hmm. but so that, you know, when it comes time to execute, it's flawless. right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, but they control every aspect down to, yeah. down to where you, you know, take your leave, who you mm -hmm. see on your leave. Mm -hmm. You have to say every single thing that happens and you, you live in worry, constant worry mm -hmm. that, that you're not doing something right. Mm -hmm. yeah but big benefits yeah big benefits yeah, big yeah benefits. for sure big. um and when you were in the marines don't ask don't tell was a thing right yeah it still mm. was i think it's it changed still, right? the like year you, i got out yeah uh, were you out i mean i know how you looked when you were in the military uh hey i had it ups and down right? i grew my hair out sometimes yeah <laughs> but like were you were you out as far as like being out, I think everyone knew that I liked women. Mm -hmm. That was another thing. That was one of my big reasons for not staying in. Is yeah. It hadn't been repealed. So if I had a girlfriend, they were not allowed to come over and I wasn't allowed to bring them places. Um, I wasn't allowed to, you know, go to normal functions with them. Yeah. You would never have been able to be allowed to include your spouse if yeah. you wanted them in your life. Right. And so it was definitely like a different situation than it is now where as, as soon as they repealed it, I mean, down in San Diego, people were marching through the streets and getting married and, you know, it was, they're still accepting of them, you know? Well, <laughs> some, some. Yeah, it depends on your, <laughs> some. honestly, I think it has a bit depending on who the, um, superior who the chief is. is. Yeah. No, I think it has to do with who the oh, yeah, for chief sure. is. And I was in an intelligence unit, so we had like pretty normal people. I mean, I would say almost everyone <laughs> when we got out, they're, they're mostly like, liberal democrats mm -hmm. um it's not like we were out there you know shooting guns all day long that's yeah. like that's not what we did um and so everyone who knew nobody ever had a problem with it the entire time i was in nobody well, because y'all aren't doing sex work with each other no right you're nobody, doing fucking work nobody treated me any differently in fact like <clears throat> i was uh, like i got meritoriously promoted twice like i was very well cool. liked and i was very good at my job but it was just that aspect of not being able to be who I wanted to be. Sure. That kind of ended my military mm -hmm. stint. That's good. I hope, because I know they're all listeners. Mm -hmm. I hope they're all listening to that and now they have your feedback. <laughs> right. Put that in the <laughs> suggestion box. <laughs> Listen uh, to the reason I'm not there. So talking about that, like, kind of leads into this why I didn't want to talk about the coming out story mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, did you even have a coming out story or are you just like, I know you didn't come out as straight. You're just like, just like I'm, I'm trans. Like with your family, did you ever come out as gay to your family? No, not really. Um, Neither did Kristen, so I mean... I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I never really felt, felt like I had to. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked the same girl for a very long time, from the time I was like 16 to 21, and I nobody said anything. It wasn't like a... It didn't matter, you know? And I came from a really small rural school. And so one day I did, you know, cut my hair off, and all my friends treated me the exact same way. They never said anything different. They didn't really care, you know? Mm -hmm. I was like very blessed in that aspect because I know a lot of people struggle with coming out. And I think everyone just kind of knew with me from the time I was a kid that I was not 
straight. <laughs> I wish we could just show like maybe pictures of you. That's so funny. I, I'll, I'll actually show you guys some and you'll be amazed. There's a picture of me in a SeaWorld sweater with my I've seen Tim's on. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hat what? On yes. Yeah. There's a very gay photo of me and Courtney at SeaWorld also. <laughs> yeah. SeaWorld. Kid versions of us would have gotten along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> SeaWorld's got a, a, something to say about it. Uh, <laughs> SeaWorld's got a gay place in our hearts. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, yeah, well, you didn't come out. You, well, as trans, you didn't even, you and I had, like, conversations about gender. I can't, I came out, like, a few, my coming out was, like, a lengthy process because the girl I was dating when we met wasn't super on board with it. And then, like, but I think it was, like, known. And then you and I had conversations and there was kind of, like, a, oh, I don't know. I, like, I remember there being, like, kind of, like, indecision, but always, like, that you did kind of lean towards, like, yeah, I feel similarly I was like a lot more loud about it. And then I think it was when I was in New York that you finally were like, yeah, I think I'm going to like finally do that thing. And it was like so unceremonious, which is just <laughs> you in a nutshell that you were like, yeah. And I'm like, I feel like the last time we talked, you just like, we're kind of like, well, I don't know. And you were like, well, I figured it out. Like it was just so anticlimactic. I'm definitely like in my own head most of the time. Like, I, it's not that I don't share my thoughts. It's just that like, I don't, I don't, you know, and Helen will tell you the same thing. I left one day and I drove my Jeep to Dallas and I came back with a full size pickup instead. Hey, like, and nobody said anything about it, you know, and that's just kind of like that story of my life. Right. I'm just, I do what I want. And that's kind of how it went. Like me and you did have definitely some conversations about Mm -hmm. being trans and. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know. Like I had never heard it, but then, I mean, I kind of like it kind of figured and like when you, I mean, you kind of just were like, I'm going by Caleb now. That's kind of how it happened. And then we were all like, okay. And like, really, the transition was really easy with us. You picked a really easy name. So I don't think anybody really even skipped a beat. But like, even people like, like our grandma, she seamlessly transitioned into accepting who you were. I don't know. Maybe she thinks you're a different person. I'm not sure. (laughs) Or she probably always thought that you were. She kind of loves that. She didn't resist it as much as she did with Chris. Obviously, Chris is her own grandkid. But with you, like, it was so easy. And even Kristen... (laughs) <laughs> like misgendered you from the fucking start, right? Like, yeah, she did. Kristen met Sorry. Caleb. Oh, I do that sometimes. And just called him he all the time, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't Caleb at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and, definitely and then like, when, when you changed it, she was like, oh, thank God, because I, I don't know why I can't get stop it Stop fucking head. it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely understandable because Chris and I are very similar. And so like, if you're meeting someone who's going through a transition and their best friend like hasn't come out yet. Like it's very easy to like, you know, oops. You're like, yeah. well, I see what's going People on. People were like, oh, well, you'll get there eventually. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I also, I also kind of love that model. It's where you're just like, yeah, hi, this is me. I'm sorry. I didn't ask anyone's mm-hmm. opinion or permission well, or send even, the fucking news, news flash out. You just like, started, I feel like all that pictures too, on, on Facebook just started I'm, changing. I do <laughs> not, I do not think when I get my boobs like reduced significantly or cut off, I don't think I'm going to tell my family. I'm just going to fucking show up at the next event and be like, oh God, yeah, those are gone. What fell else? Off. Yeah, fell off. <laughs> fell, one of them got weird, so I took them both off. <laughs> I don't know. Has that ever happened to you guys? <laughs> Because it's like, because why? Why invite all those opinions? I'm doing shit. I'm doing this thing anyway. Sometimes it's better to, what do they say, to ask for forgiveness than permission. permission. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't, I mean, I think we're so maybe like trained or encouraged to ask permission for like to think things or want to change things about ourselves. But I think that's so fucking like just, you don't got to ask permission to fucking think a thought or do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I'm glad you guys found each other. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you guys figured it out. There, there were some phases in this friendship. Where- my 
during deployment, I met a guy, and his name will remain anonymous. <laughs> um, Can we but, give him an anonymous name? Yeah, sure. Like uh, Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. Okay, that's gonna be hard to remember. But me and, <laughs> me and Bernard. Bernard. Bernie. And Bernie. He hated living in the barracks too. Unrelated to his sexuality, he just didn't want to live in the barracks. He hated that he had to keep everything clean all the time and his superiors were kind of you know assholes and so when we got back we decided you know it'll be great we'll just get married and we'll be able to move off base mm-hmm. and so that's what we did we and he knew you were into women yes he mm-hmm. did know i was into women we got married in vegas we had a, a great time i was only 20 so i didn't get to do that much no <laughs> uh, he was 22 at the time he's a little bit older uh, we got married and we stayed married for That's a long time until he met the next person he, he wanted to marry. When I met Caleb, he was going through a divorce and he casually <laughs> dropped Bernard's name. And I was like, I'm sorry, a man? I'm sorry. And then I got this story and I was like, well, that checks out a lot more than that you had like it's some so high school good. sweetheart. I love he was, to hear people honestly, using like, a system like that. Uh-huh. It worked it. out kind of in both of our favors. Like we got Absolutely to live off base. Did. We lived together for a while, actually. And then we ended up kind of moving out, which that part was kind of hard. We had to explain why we didn't drive together to work. Uh, but it worked out kind of in our favor, and, and he married someone else. And Didn't you have to give him a recommendation recently? Oh, yeah, they showed As up. his, like, ex-spouse? <laughs> because we, we carry uh, clearances, and so someone showed up at my house looking for, for me. Shut up! And had, had to do a whole interview on his, like, character witness which you know hopefully they never find out who he is um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it was good he was always a really nice guy and so things ended up well he got remarried and he's still married to the same lady so that's freaking awesome <laughs> works out best for everyone i love that so much it's so good <sighs> if more if more straight guys would be down you know to marry all of us for benefit <laughs> all of us for, <laughs> benefit. for the team you're already like and they'd spend a little time with us weirdos and then they would find out oh these guys are pretty cool too not any different than my weird friends and now we're all closer so honestly thank you for taking that step for everyone oh uh, yeah for sure oh my god i feel kind of bad for him because he had to deal with me but he was <laughs> you know pretty easy to deal with <laughs> <That's> pretty <laughs> That was kind of wild, though. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you want to jump to the... So, since leaving the Marines, you've been in school. Um, what are you studying? What's the plan? So, you said you originally wanted to be a physical therapist. So we yeah. Said, that's what you were studying when I first met. You were trying to get into study, and then it's changed a handful of times since then. Yeah, I went as to... As college does. <laughs> as college does. Yeah. I started for an exercise science degree, and three years in, I decided, you know what? Nah, the same for me. I'm going to give a tip to our listeners. Um, I mean, life is a journey, and you can figure those things out, but maybe not after three years in, because those those credits don't transfer if you decide right. to go into, you know, oh, finance. Finance, for instance. Is, um, is that where you went next? That's where, well, yeah. So what I realized was that people I knew and friends and people who had graduated from the program before me, almost none of them did anything with their degrees. They were restaurant managers, and mm-hmm. they got into real estate, and they were, you know, personal trainers, which... I think that's fine, but you don't even need a degree to nope. do that. And I realized, like, wow, unless I want to go to another four years, which at that point in time I didn't think I did, I'm not ever going to do anything with this. Mm-hmm. I took a break. I think I took a year and a half off school. So the seven years includes separate. <laughs> um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go for business. <laughs> I can definitely use a business degree. 
So mm -hmm. I went for accounting at Texas State. And in my intermediate accounting class, it was the worst fucking class I've ever taken. Really? In my life. Was it crazy I would, hard? I would stay up for hours every day. I mean, they knew I wouldn't I wouldn't go out. Like I would sit at my computer for like four hours a day studying. And I scraped by with a low D. Fuck. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Let's switch this bad boy to finance. And I've been I've been doing really well, actually. So what finance. was so hard about accounting? Because I have thought to myself, like, all right, if everything fucking fails, I'm gonna go get my CPA cert or whatever, however the fuck that works, because those people are always in demand. It's a it's not necessarily accounting. I, I got most of the classes just fine. This uh -huh. particular course. There's a, a running joke, actually, Texas State. Shame on you. Um, if you pass, you have to pass with a B to move on. Mm -hmm. So if you pass with a B the first time, they give you a shirt that says, I passed my first time. And the passing rate is something crazy, like 18%. So, oh. so something like 72% of their student body fails the first time around. Like, that's not right. Yeah. Yeah, they're, that's they're, not great. That means we're not system. getting education yeah, that, that means that there's, some, there's a glitch in the system, uh -huh. right? So, so what they're doing now is they're actually, I found out later, they're breaking that class into two separate classes because it's too much material for one class. And I'm like, Jesus. I mean, a little a little too late because all these people who went through the past 10 years mm -hmm. had to suffer through and then take it again, which just makes the university money, as you know, Yeah. or change degrees. And you know, I don't know. It's a flawed system. Well, so you are graduating finance, but you decided recently to go for your master's. For my master's, for an MBA, yeah. It is like a flex program, so it's, you know, study at your own pace, essentially. So oh, that's You can sweet. take as many or as little classes as you want. I'm taking three, I think, next semester. Um, is it is this like an expensive program to take or not? It's, it's still free for me. So that was my thing is that while I live in Texas, why not get the most of my education that I can? For free. Cool. Um, I think people who don't, you know, you know, I'm not saying college is for everyone, but if yeah. that benefit is there, you know, I definitely think people should use if it. If you didn't immediately use it, would you have never been able to go back to do it? No, you could use it anytime. I think the time cap is like 25 mm -hmm. years or something. So oh, you wow. could have like decided to go into the crew field and then been like, oh, actually, I do want to yeah, get yeah, my yeah. MBA. But I don't, you know, it's like one of those things where, you know, I don't know if I see myself in Texas forever. So yep. I have to be a resident to mm -hmm. claim that. So I just do it now. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's cool. cool. So now you are about to graduate. Mm -hmm. What's your degree in? Finance. Okay. What are you doing with it? Getting a job. Mm-hmm. But I actually got uh -huh. an offer. Uh-huh. Uh, super excited about it. For from a pretty large tech company. Pretty large tech company mm -hmm. here in Austin. Mm -hmm. I'll be a business development representative starting oh. January eleventh. That's cool. It's uh it's got awesome benefits, better pay than I've ever had in my life. That's really so, cool. We should see how this turns out. Fuck yeah. Um, um, what is your favorite memory of all of us? Individually and all together. You can start with me. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite memory of Chris? I don't know. I don't know that I have favorite memories. I think... When Chris fell out of the boat. The oh, no, oh, that's a perfect. Perfect. That's, that's a, not his favorite. That's a favorite memory. It's not feels like favorite. they're feels like they're having a favorite it, memory about it. Bring, it. It brings a lot of joy. It brings a lot of joy. <laughs> it honestly does bring a lot of joy. I'm gonna tell this story. Sorry. I'm ready. I've never heard. I of want it. an actual favorite memory. Okay, fine. But I'm gonna tell this quick one first. We went on a booze cruise for Chris's and Courtney's birthday. Just Chris's. Just Chris's. <laughs> and that's what you get for bringing up the story. <laughs> and we shared a room. It was me and Chris, another friend, and mom and get normal we were all claiming bunks but chris and i argued on who wanted the bottom bunk so i said why don't we oh. switch off <laughs> we're gonna switch off we and did switch he off. took it for the first two days mm -hmm. and then yeah yes i was up top 
I switched with you. On the third day. <laughs> yes. On the third day. On the third I day. I there third before day. that. He rose. Okay. Who are you going to believe? To switch again. So, <laughs> we did switch. It wasn't supposed to be my turn the night I was On there. this particular day was a day where we went into Mexico. <laughs> on the boat. And everyone was too afraid to ask like people where we were going to go. So I just walked up to this guy and asked how much it would cost for him to take us to this expedition. Mm-hmm. And he, it was like 30 bucks per person. So we went in and we got to see the ruins and the salt cool. lakes and then whatever that was. And then they took us to an all-inclusive for a little bit, which was really just a beach and a pool, yeah. mm-hmm. which was okay with me because mm-hmm. that's all I wanted. Great. Honestly, I love that place but more they, than the other places. Honestly, yes. <laughs> they, the server was so nice and he brought us mas tequila. Yes. <laughs> um, that's all I said. He kept doing shots with us and then teaching us how to do different you know love. shots and by the time he's like these gringos are buying my shots hey. by the time we went home we all fell asleep every single one of us there's eight of us in the van just eight of us and it was all in our this family. unmarked unmarked van. white van and he drove us all the way back to port and had to wake us up when we got there because we had drank here's another tip for our listeners don't, don't do, that. do that don't fall asleep well, we didn't drunkly die. in another we didn't country die. thank god in a, in a hitchhiker, yeah, in a hitchhiking yeah. situation. Don't do yeah. that. We got yeah. out of it. And so that's how you get Then we proceeded yeah. to go to our fancy dinner that we went to every night and continued and to order drink. four and lobsters Chris, and. Chris kept drinking wine and then went to bed. And it was my turn on the bottom bunk, so I made him go on the top bunk. And halfway through the night, we hear a large crash and Chris has fallen out of the bunk. Which happened because he thought he was still on the bottom, so oh, no. he swung his legs over no, and went, went to stand up. I'm so scared. <laughs> Nothing feels scary. scary. That's like no. a nightmare. Uh-uh. Just I, I landed like, into the yeah. ground. Like, well, I mean, I was still probably drunk, and it was, I landed like feet, but then my legs, like I didn't, just my legs weren't straight, out. so I just like straight to Crumbled. my legs. My Crumbled leg. I didn't get hurt, which was incredible. <laughs> the alcohol. But I didn't fall out, like roll over, like yeah, I swung my legs out, like to pee in the middle of the night, and yeah, stood up like I was gonna be on the ground, and I was four feet above the ground, so. God, that would be so scary. It was terrifying, and it was really funny after the fact, but in the moment, I did scream at him. I would have Who screamed. thought it was I a good idea screamed. to put somebody who was blacked out on the top bunk? Me, because I had slept on the top bunk two nights in a row. <laughs> you were such a liar. I have not a liar. I slept on the top bunk the night before that, so. Oh, don't fight. Wait, did you, was this an all-inclusive liquor bill, or were there individual liquor bills for this? For the, for the resort? For it, the, was, it was, it was oh, like, we all got to $30, we all got to pay, drink as much as we wanted. For the boat. We well, made we the alcohol passage. Did you, okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. I made the mistake one time not paying for the alcohol Well, we pass. did one room pay for it. Uh, uh, no, and then we shared. We didn't pay for it. We ended up paying for it. Yeah. No one wanted to share. Well, you want you want to pay for it. What Remember? you don't want to yeah. end up is with some nine hundred dollar liquor bill at the end of your cruise. Yeah, yeah. that's scary. Um, but for real, my favorite memory is probably of all three of us, and it's when we decided one day we were going to go to New Orleans, and we packed up the, that day, bought tickets to the U.S. <laughs> Women's National Team, and drove out to watch Abby Wambach's last game, and we stayed in the shittiest hotel <laughs> that didn't have blankets. Because I bet there was nothing available. No, there was. There were. There we were just wanted to pay $55 a night. Great. <laughs> to sleep at stagecoach something that was stage, haunted. I'm like, I mean, we, because there was we, no other place to stay, you know, right? No. We walk in this place is fucking vacant. It's called the stagecoach inn and there's like a creepy old lady at the front desk and I was like, is this place haunted? And she was like, probably. Well, well yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well, I shouldn't have. <laughs> and so we got to the room, and there's there's only sheets. There's no blankets anywhere. Luckily, I brought a it, from it was, car. I want to say it was October. It was cold. Time frame. It was like, we were wearing like beanies and jackets. It, it was yeah. chilly enough to need a blanket. Mm-hmm. So the three of us <laughs> need a blanket. The three of us slept in a bed together. They were supposed to yes, sleep together. I'm in my bed with my comforter that I brought from <laughs> that home. That she brought. And so they were like, Courtney, because Courtney sounds like Courtney. Right? To be fair, it's because Courtney doesn't drive, so she sleeps while we're driving. I don't sleep. I just like to be cozy. I don't drive. <laughs> I, I am a very good sleep pilot. She's laying across my head. Not asleep. I'm being cozy. <laughs> yeah, that's basically. I am a bad road trip driver. I fall asleep very easily, but I don't fall asleep when I'm, when I'm not bad. driving. That's very helpful. It makes yeah. you a bad driver. I'm sorry, my bad driver. Glued to the road for the past twelve and a half hours. <laughs> I can't help it. It puts me asleep. That road trips. That is a great memory, though. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. And then we did meet Abby Wambach. Mm-hmm. Oh, night. yeah. Shut up. Yeah. And, and yeah. the best part is that they, too, both, they, both, they both made me ask to get her photo. And, and it was the worst. Like, no. Yes, it did look the worst. But also, because I was on my bad side, because there was no input And you had a forward hat on. No. Like... So they were like, will you ask? And the, it was funny because it was the night before her game. So, sorry, Abby, we're going to out you uh, if... You ever listen to this? But yeah, she's we a walk, listener. Yeah, we walked. I hope so. I, we asked. We said, "Can we take a photo with you?" And she said, "Yeah, but you can't post it till tomorrow. You're not supposed to be out." Cool. Because she was cool. drinking yeah, yeah, before yeah. a game, and we were like, "Fuck oh, yeah, whatever!" And so actually, we shared it, and then it was on the news. The next day, it was like on the news with everybody else's photos. But if you're paying attention, she was wearing a different, different clothes in our, our photo. photo than everybody else's. Fun. But they thought it was the same night. Like, but anyway, yeah, we so caught I, her after her wardrobe. Yeah, change. after yeah, yeah, she was just like in a different outfit. She was chilling. So I asked to take a photo, and then. We go to take the picture, and some bitch that's not even in our friend group slides in. No. Yes. Between and so Courtney person. and... No. And so I'm on the what? end, like, I'm not the friend. This person we don't even know. Is yeah, there's a drunk person we don't know in this photo. We can find it. Oh, yeah. my God. And I was pissed. I was like, I asked for the picture, and I'm the furthest away from her. I didn't even get to touch her. So it's funny. Yeah. But that person, what did they think they were doing? I mean, They, they were, were like, drunk. oh, cool, you wanted a picture with me? I was like, no. No. I don't know you. We should have kicked them out. <laughs> You're not famous. Get out of here. When people hand me their cameras to take a picture of me, I, I just I just take a selfie and get yeah, back. You yeah. always take a picture. I'm like I'm like, thank you. You're welcome. Bye. <laughs> I would punch you a hundred times, and I wouldn't do it to you. I'd get punched. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm like I'm not oh. your paid photographer. That was such a sweet memory, man. <laughs> that was oh, such then, a good trip. And you gave Kristen hand foot mouth disease. I did. I got hand foot mouth disease. <laughs> what? On that trip. Does that mean? And I kept putting my it's foot in between the in the between the driver and the passenger when I was in the back, and I kept saying, "What's wrong with my toes?" Because they were burning. And so we bought athlete's foot cream, which you know, does not foot, help. Yeah. It's like the disease that burning. babies get, which like makes your skin molt essentially from your hands and your feet, and they get in their mouths because they put their hands. Except mine yeah, yeah. was like gone in three days, and poor Kristen's last. Kristen like was weeks. was dog sitting, and I guess it was in his bed, and we came home, and Kristen is just like. Oh, has his, and like she literally her hand just like fell off. Like, it was like, she had to wear rubber gloves to work because it was like so disgusting. <laughs> it was like two weeks for her and Caleb and also like we, three slept, days. we slept in the same bed. We were together for like 48 hours yeah, in the same area. None of us got it. Just her. <laughs> no. Caleb is a carrier. He gives everything to He brought food. COVID to the United States. I guarantee it. I did one time have the flu for one day, and then I gave it to everyone else who was out for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> Chris almost died. Yeah. It was, it was 100% oh beautiful. Yeah, whenever I get sick, I'm like, Caleb, did you feel bad like three days ago? He's like, yeah, for like 24 hours. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, that's oh, good. Oh, God, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> but then you said hand first, and I was like, wait, I don't, I don't know what that one is. Wait, I don't know what that one is. I'm unfamiliar with this uh, <laughs> disease that sounds disgusting. <laughs> sounds disgusting. A little bit hot. What is it? <laughs> um, okay, we, can we talk about some current news? Well, let me do uh, one more thing. Yes. I wanted to just ask the the one question of what do you think about the fact that y'all both like transitioned? And can you describe the experience of transitioning alongside your best friend? Do you think that, like, it's pretty cool? Do you think that you had an impact on each other with the fact that you trans? Like, if you hadn't met each other, do you think you still would have transitioned? Do you think any of that like affected each other? And like, what's it like having somebody like that you're close to <laughs> through something like this? They're like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> Um, They're glaring at each other. I oh, you're gonna make him be sentimental. Don't know. I I honestly think Chris was the first out trans person who I ever met. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and too. Then he just happened to be my best friend, so you know that was super nice for me. Um, and then it made transitioning so much easier because he had already been through it and he had a lot of advice, and his whole family was super open. It just made it a lot easier. Like I didn't have to worry about mm-hmm. how anyone was going to react because you know, thankfully, he went first. So. <laughs> That's how I let it happen with us being gay. Too. Yeah, I know. I remember that story. And so I didn't really have to worry because everyone had already been through it, so it wasn't as much for everyone to kind of relearn things, if that makes sense. So. Yeah. But it's made it really fun because we compare. You know. You have pictures. Your before and afters are yeah, hilarious. Yeah, our before and afters, and you know, we just talk about everything that happens in our lives and. The girlfriends get tired of us, like, talking about, like, dicks in the other room. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I'm like, talking about your dicks. And I'm like, oh, sorry, important stuff. <laughs> but, no, like, I, more dick I agree. I mean, the first trans person I met wasn't you, but it was Trevor. But I ended up transitioning before him because it, it, he just, like, drug his feet about it. And then I ended up starting tea about a year before you. You and Trevor started about the same time, actually. Um, but... He moved away about the time I met you. So, like, you filled in right where, like, even if, though we both weren't, like, out yet, it was like, oh, this person who, like, definitely is at least on the same wavelength, even if we're both not admitting it yet, was really nice to, like, have in my life. And, I mean, all of my friends were really supportive, I think, at the time. But it was, like, nice to have, like, some. I don't know. Like, I think there's, like, something to be said of, like, someone else going through similar things to you. Like, Especially an experience that's, like... I don't know what's the word for it. Like, it's it's so, like, it's like a, it's not a singular experience, but it's something that a lot of people can't relate to because, mm-hmm. the, I mean, the trans population is what percentage of the human population. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not trans, you not you didn't go through this. So, like, ha- having that person is something that a lot of people can't say that they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I always say that, it, like, having a best friend who transitioned a lot, basically alongside me, was, like, one of the coolest parts of my transition, which, like, we didn't know at the time when we met, but it was... It was really cool. And I have a handful of trans friends now, but, like, you and I pretty much kind of did it, like... Around the same around time, Around the yeah, same time. Apart, so. We went to the same top surgeon, and we, like... I When we lived together, I, I still do your shots sometimes. Like, like we just, like, kind of... You've never done my shot, though. No. Well, they say you that... You never need your help. They say <laughs> that, like, siblings... Right? Obviously, siblings have usually have, like, their strongest bonds, but it's because you guys experienced some of the same things at the exact same time together. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, you know, you because you've gotten to have this unique experience, like Courtney said, but also shared together. And also, I think, while y'all were so young, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have this sort of just, like, this shared growing learning together that, yeah, cannot be emulated within a, another relationship unless it starts back in time. You know what I mean? So right. it's 
it's pretty fucking cool, I think. I still ask for Chris's advice, but mostly I can ask him, how, how, how do I make money, Chris? <laughs> how do I make money? Well, I mean, I don't make any money. Yes, you do. We're all making money, and we're all making it but. without anyone else just giving it to us. <laughs> and Caleb got smarter, so... Finally. <laughs> seven, year, seven years later, finally getting smarter. But we need him. Whatever he's learning, we'll hire him later. That's I can't wait for your graduation because Caleb was at my graduation. Oh. Are you going to bring me some flowers like we brought for you? <laughs> I'm going to reenact your entire outfit. Only four people are allowed to come to my graduation. Your virtual gr- No, no the in-person, oh. I was like, they limited the they're stream? Like, they're like, what we only have fuck? so much bandwidth. <laughs> I sent that text out and it was to the four of y'all. One, two, three. Yeah. Helen. And, and then Helen was like, me too. Helen, the one of y'all <laughs> no, said, I, said are I, have I to called fight? dibs or whatever. I said, we're like, going to have to fight for this. There's only four of y'all in this conversation. <laughs> Clearly, it's more than four of y'all. Well, you know if Kel knew she wasn't one of the ones, you know, it's going to turn into, like, where my top surgery, where she, she was like, well, I'm going. Oh, this is like your oh. top surgery where I had to fight Anna to be back there. Oh, my God. Let's see. <laughs> That's anyway, okay. that's why I said we're going to have to fight over this. Not because, among us, I was like, sure, but I was like, oh, mom, I want to be there. But if anybody doesn't know, my mom is like Caleb's mom. Like, he's yeah. he's been at the holidays since, like... For the last seven years. Full, like, seven years, yeah. yeah. So I feel like you started going that first that year. That first year, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, started with the 4th of July. <laughs> God bless. God bless America. <laughs> 4th of July used to be our holiday. Not R- because we love R- America R- very much, house. but because we we love Miller Lite and, and the lake, the hell lake yeah, and, and patriotic holidays are fucking. Uh, I mean, in America, I find them fun as fuck. Beer, beer bongs, beer mm. bongs. Well, those were the good old days. One of you should get married on the Fourth of July. You guys should get married on Fourth of July, July when you finally get married to each other. Our color is going to be red and royal blue <laughs> and white. Obviously. Oh my god, I would attend that wedding. <laughs> Just Everyone has to wear white Converse because they match perfectly. Everyone, yeah, and or and let's see, you can't wear all three colors. You have to just wear two colors, two of the three colors. You're allowed to wear no, two you of the three colors. But don't make this whole we thing a mess. We assign seating in the aisles, and they have so to alternate red, red, white, white blue. Uh, red, white. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we have this wedding anyway? Yeah. <laughs> like, when they get married, when are you getting married? Well, what's we have the, that what's your... When he turns it's thirty-five, it's coming up quick, guys. Oh, what shit. is that? Five years from now? Five years. Yeah. Jesus. Totally. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, I this episode is absolutely brought to you by chefkristentorres.com where I recently ordered meals because someone I hang out with orders meals and I can't believe I hadn't ordered meals before. They're literally so delicious. I know you guys get to eat them just in your house all the fucking time. The fact that like that's what it took for you to order meals that you're I like, didn't I know. finally like, saw them and like where I saw someone else eating one and you. I had FOMO and I was like, oh, a meal? I didn't know. Yeah. They, and then I didn't know they were going to be so delicious. And then I did not know that they were probably like kind of they feed me twice because they're pretty big. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know this was going to be a way better buy than groceries that I just buy and throw away. Like, yep. and it is cheap. Yeah. And you're supporting a local business. And, you're, and it's help, and it's and it feels good. I can stop the other the okay the one that most recently it was uh, it was a bow tie pasta with chicken mm-hmm. and it was delicious. I didn't even have time to heat it up. I ate it cold on the way to a meeting and then ate the other half of it cold on the way home from my meetings <laughs> in my car with my fingers. I was like, this is delicious. With your yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god. I was like ah, oh, just eating bow tie pasta. It's so pasta. funny. I feel like the people who are like, this is so good, are the people like you. Well. Like, everything's good. But the people who are, like, so busy, like you and Val. So like, busy. I don't have time to heat it up. I'm like, 
it's so much better warm. <laughs> I'm like, didn't even matter. It's so good cold. Like, oh you ate the enchiladas cold? I disagree. Cold, cold pasta is some of my favorite. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah, I just was like, I'm in a rush. But anyway, chefkristentorres.com and order your meals, and it's fucking worth it. Or if you're looking for a personal chef and you, like, have that sort of lifestyle, definitely mm-hmm. hit her up. Or if you want to have a catering party at your workplace, hit her up. Or just want to throw money at her. If you want to eat good food and change your life, hit her up. (laughs) Thank you again to Draper Startup House for hosting this podcast. And thank you to Caleb for hanging out with us. Um, We'll take an excuse to hang out with you. (laughs) That's what it says. I'm sorry. Um, We don't need any excuses to hang out with you. That's right. We can just do it for free. We can just do it for For free. free. Anytime I need a taste, we just do it for free. Sorry, you have a girlfriend. It's fine. Whatever. You also have. You a also do. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she lets. She lets her lick My girlfriend lets me lick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Licking, licking, licking spree. Hey. Sorry. We can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Don't. Um, yeah. Leave her at home. We're always looking for guests for upcoming episodes. We've had a good amount of people reach out and express interest, but we have room for everyone. If you would like to be on Queer For It, please shoot us a message so we can plan to have you on. You can either be in the Austin area or we can record remotely, so please hit us up. Uh, well, that is our show for this week. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Queer For It. You can send us an email at queerforitpodcast at gmail.com and visit our website, queerforit.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Found out that 50% of our listeners are on Apple Podcasts, 30% cool. are on Spotify, and the rest I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they just listen through a cup on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> They're just on the other side of that door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a lot of y'all. I was looking at that. We have like 15,000 streams in the nice. last year and a half or however long. So go leave us some nice comments and stuff. That. That's yeah. cool, right? And tell us what you want to hear. We yeah, have don't, forget, to don't forget my Venmo. And yeah. Don't forget Kayla's <laughs> Venmo. Yeah. Re- repeat it again. What was it? KB McCracken 9. Send him a nice <laughs> nice little bit of money. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of the streams, uh, my Spotify like wrapped, ear wrapped thing where it like tells you how many, uh, whatever. We, we have Listen. a new spot on our uh, on our podcast. Corny's spot is now open because she only listened to the podcast three times. <laughs> It was my top podcast. I know it was my podcast. So I was like, in the grand scheme, uh, a lot. It's yeah. okay. We were in the top podcast for April, and I told her that I was, was replacing so her yeah. with you. Ours is definitely you, not. Me and, me and not April also had the same top song. I messaged her about it. I was like, twins, same top song. <laughs> was it Kelly Clarkson? No, it was Fletcher's Feel. And oh. she was like, we're not even going through a breakup. I was like, imagine if we were. <laughs> I love everyone's Spotify wrapped. Everyone hates on it, but I'm like, tell me what your favorite songs were from the year. I think it's so interesting. That's Mine was so all sad funny. country. That's so our biggest well, this is my top podcast. Wait, so. so our biggest gay listeners, Lindsay, yeah. we've got or April. April. We've, oh, April. April. Okay, okay. We've got to give them something for being our biggest gay listeners. <laughs> oh yeah, she, she deserves some sort of award. We'll get her a mug. <laughs> yeah, all of our faces on it. <laughs> Biggest like, gay listener. She's like, how come Scott Caleb's face on? <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? Tastes great. You were actually really good on this. Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we get to that, tell your friends, family, coworkers, and everyone about us, uh, and listen to us more than four times, like Courtney, of course. <laughs> and shoot us any questions and topics that you would like us to answer and cover in future uh, episodes. Uh, 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 <laughs> until next. Time. Until next time. We love we you. We love so you. you too. So you should too. I love you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being on, Caleb. You were great. Yeah, love you, Caleb. I love you guys. <laughs> 
you know what? Did you get it? That was yeah. so good. Also, my favorite thing that Caleb does, and he's those. not super sensitive, but I'm gonna leave this in, is he always he always says I love you when he leaves or like when he texts or calls or whatever. And he and if you don't say it back, he's the person that says he will be like, say it back. Like yeah. he, he's so <laughs> serious about you saying he loves you. Tell me you love me. It's so cute. I say I love you. Bye.